Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast. Today, Philip talks about XRP versus the Bitcoin Lightning Network. Problems Bitcoin and XRP solve. Market cap is more important than price per share or unit. You can buy a fraction of a Bitcoin. And gambling instead of investing with a process is a way to pretty much guarantee you will end up in the poorhouse, even though you might get a few lucky wins in the beginning. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. Weekly, I'm recording advanced planning ideas with my advanced planning idea episode sponsors, John Thurman, CEO of Access Financial, and Allison Rife Martin, CEO of Rife Martin CPAs. We're going to talk about uh, advanced financial planning ideas that we see our financially successful clients use to grow and protect your wealth. Tune in weekly. On the episode, you'll see it'll be titled Advanced Planning, so you know which episodes are the advanced planning episodes. Uh, if you have any specific thoughts, questions, or ideas you, you want brought up on the Advanced Planning Ideas episodes, feel free to tweet me at ask underscore Philip uh, or reach out to any of my guests. They'll put their information in each episode for more questions and more thoughts and things that you want to share on, on the episodes. Enjoy your day. Alrighty, it is August 24th, 2021. This episode today is going to be it's going to be multifaceted. I'm going to educate on having an investment process, educate on crypto uh, currencies in general. I'm going to speak specifically about the Bitcoin Lightning Network versus XRP because I got into a recent conversation with someone wanted to convince you know wanted to like convince me that maybe xrp was a better payment channel they were talking about bitcoin specifically but it was because they didn't understand what the bitcoin lightning network was and so i just think it's important to to educate and and help people learn how to think through the investment process right and and i've had one-on-one conversations with folks about this but whenever i present this information and i share and i have my thoughts and opinions i'm fully aware that you know I could be wrong. I'm not a genius. Like Warren Buffett missed, you know, 90% of the good investments out there, but he made tons of money because he had a good process and he ran everything through a process. And you can look at a, a lot of the big investors and they they miss a lot, but they end up making more than 99% of the people because they stick to their process versus what a lot of people do is they'll they'll hope, wish, and dream and make bets without a good process. And so this is me teaching that. So let's let's teach it using the XRP versus Bitcoin Lightning Network. And so whenever I've done done my research, and by the way, y'all, I've done my research, and, and when I'm in debates about people on XRP, they'll tell me, hey, the reason why XRP is going to, you know, go whatever to $10, $100, whatever this is going to go to, they say, because it's faster and cheaper than Bitcoin. They also say it's priced at like a dollar twenty-two, so you have a lot more upside. The, the the risk reward of it going up a lot is is big. And the third is, you know, I always ask, well, what the problem? What problem does it solve? And it helps the banks with the faster, cheaper payment rails. So, 
let's go to Bitcoin Lightning Network. I have, I have a couple of problems with the with the three points. So whenever they say the bit the XRP is faster and cheaper than than Bitcoin, like they're true, but what they're what they're missing is the analogy of how Bitcoin was built is you you have uh, let me get the current financial system. So the current financial system at the base layer of our current financial system is is Fed wire, right? So the Fed is basically like who manages the money supply in our current system. You know, I talked about that in a previous episode. And so we don't transact at the Fed level, right? Banks do, right? But we transact at, you know, at our bank level or with Visa. And so Bitcoin is the base level, right? Bitcoin replaces the need for central bankers who can print money and bail out their cronies at will. So it says, okay, we're going to take away the ability for the system to be corrupted by a few, and we're going to replace it with an algorithm. Listen to my Friday episode if you want a full breakdown on that. I went through it all. And so XRP is a base layer chain too, but they, they chose to, if, if, if you Bitcoin optimized for decentralization and the lack of um, control from a centralized authority, XRP and a lot of other blockchains uh, said, we're going to be more centralized and we're not going to be as secure on a, on a decentralized basis. So it can be corrupted, you know, but they optimize for speed. And so Bitcoin's like, okay, go ahead and do that. Then what Bitcoin did was there was like, now as we have Bitcoin as the, 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 the most secure, most networked base layer, we're going to build on top of it layer two. We're going to build the equivalent of the Visa MasterCard on, on top of Bitcoin. That's the Lightning Network. And this is where a lot of folks miss it. The Bitcoin Lightning Network, do, do your research, is faster and cheaper than Visa and all the other uh, you know, blockchains, XRP, Ethereum, the ones that built, try to be faster and cheaper at the base layer because ultimately these are databases. And if you want to be faster and cheaper, you need to be centralized, right? A, AWS is going to be the most efficient, cheapest way to build apps for, for developers than Ethereum or any other deal. That's why, you know, NBA Top Shots is built on top of Flowchain, a very centralized system, more centralized than Ethereum. So if you're going to go to the centralized game, if you're going to go to the faster, cheaper game, you know, you, you're going to go more centralized. And, and so uh, Lightning Network has the ability to be very centralized. The difference is when they finally have settlement, they have to settle at the secure layer the Bitcoin um, base layer. So the foundation of the system, think about the current system. The current system we have, we replace the Fed with a decentralized system run by the people. And then we, you build the Visa on top of it versus if you build a Visa on top of a centralized system like we currently have, then you're going to get what we currently have. So it doesn't really, it doesn't really solve the problem. Um, and again, it's not cheaper and faster than the layer two lightning network on top of Bitcoin. So first argument is wrong. The, the, and the reason why you see El Salvador, Nigeria, Cuba, all these people that are in countries that are ran by dictators and the people are going to a decentralized network using a lightning network. They're not using XRP. They're using a lightning network. This is why. This is real world application of the lightning network because it's cheaper and faster. They can use XRP. They don't want to. 
because again, it could be, it's built on top of a centralized network, real world application, not theory, right? We can theorize in America because we, a lot of folks don't yet see the pain of the centralized system. I mean, they see it and they feel it, but they don't really understand the cause of it is the central banks. As people wake up and learn more and more, they begin to say, all right, I need a system I can trust. And again, go to go to my episode on Friday. You'll under you'll, I can give you all the details on that versus repeating it. So let's go to point number two. The price is low, $1.22. This is actually like a common, a common mistake around people, you know, like just super smart people. Because for years, if it, it, there's things called like value traps in the market where there are companies that are selling for a low price per share and they have the ability to go up a lot potentially, right? Because you say, oh, it's a dollar. It can go to a hundred dollars like all the other companies. Well, a couple of things, right? A couple of things. This penny stock investing or penny crypto investing, you know, is prevalent because they heard about all the people that bought penny stocks, you know, in 08, 09 time period. The difference was money was sucked out of the system. The system almost died. So a lot of things went down. And so when you bought it, when everything got inflated back up, because all the money was pumped back in, you you made a lot of money. We're in a situation where for 12, 13, 14 years, it's like, there's not a lack of money. We got tons of money in the system. And so there, so the stuff that's cheap now are values traps in the stock market, right? And when I say cheap, I'm talking like dollar per share, two dollars per share, those cheap. But that's not even the point. The 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 other point is what you also want to look at is the total market cap because some companies will, if they IPO or if they're if they're let's let's stick with crypto, so I won't go too all over the place. With these cryptos, they'll they'll issue their currencies at a low price per share, like in the pennies, because they want to attract retail investors. It's been commonly known in the stock market that you know low price per share companies attract smaller investors, and and then if you that's why you have stock splits and, com- and companies that will continue to do stock splits because they want to continue to attract retail investors. But you got companies like Google and. Berkshire Hathaway. I showed my buddy the other day. Berkshire Hathaway is selling at like four hundred thousand per share. They've never done a stock split. Google split their shares into two, but their main shares don't have a stock split. Right? Amazon is priced, you know, a thousands per share because they haven't done a stock split. They're they're going after the institutional money, and so it's like if if you have a business, if you have a business, and you want to know, okay, I want to, you know, I want to find out where the most money is. I want to go shop in places where there's most money. Or shop. I want to go fish in the place where there's the most money. Well, the most money in the in the in the asset management business, which is basically the, they're trying try to attract assets, are large institutions. They got all the money. So the companies that are are the cryptos that are looking at the small price per share are going after retail investors, and that's a minimal amount of money, right? Meaning you can only get so much so much money from them. And the other part to understand about the about the money business, like mo- people think social network is a is a networked business. No, the most networked business is money, right? Money is the most networked business. And so if you look around the room and you say, all right, the people, Bitcoin solves a problem for humanity that's huge. Eliminate central banks and people are going to want that to become more educated. And then you look at, all right, where's all the money, right? In the, in the institution's hands. Okay, cool. Like they are not going to buy these dollar per share, lower market cap companies. They want a secured network and like they're going to buy the, they're going to buy 
the most networked money. Meaning, if you have a big institution with hundreds of billions of dollars or trillions of dollars of assets under management, they they can't invest in XRP. Even if even if even if it was solves a problem just like Bitcoin, they can't invest in XRP because it's too small. A fifty thousand a fifty billion dollar market cap, they couldn't put any money to work in that. But Bitcoin, which is pushing that a trillion dollar market cap, as it gets bigger and bigger, more money pours into it. It's the you know the reason why we can't quit Facebook. It's the most networked. Bitcoin is the most networked. This is going to keep getting bigger and bigger, and more money going to, is going to pile in. So it, it has a better product, and it's the most networked. Solves a bigger you know problem. And it's the most networked. And here's the cool part. Even though it's selling at almost 50 grand per share, what most don't realize is every Bitcoin is 100 million Satoshis, right? So it's divisible by 100 million Satoshis. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter like, <laughs> it doesn't matter what the price per share is because you can buy a fraction of a Bitcoin. If you have 50 bucks, you can buy a fraction of a Bitcoin. I showed my cousin this weekend, opened up his app, said, hey, look, look, put in $10. He put in $10, I said, look, you could buy a fraction of Bitcoin. He didn't know. And, and so you can't, and, 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 and so it doesn't matter, like use XRP. If XRP, if XRP is at a dollar and it can go to a hundred dollars, right? Again, we just, we just talked about that the product is not as good, but let's say it goes from a hundred, a dollar to a hundred. Well, if Bitcoin goes from 50 grand to 5 million, right? Which is more likely because it, it addresses a bigger market and more money is going to move on to it because it, um, it addresses a bigger market. Right. Or say, I said a different way. The problem that it solves allows it to go to five million dollars per coin as money gets sucked out of low yielding treasury bonds that are being printed away and printing at people's wealth, printing away at people's wealth because of the centrally controlled central banks. So go back to it. XRP can go from one dollar to a hundred dollars. Bitcoin can go from 50 grand to five million. Right. It doesn't matter if you own a full Bitcoin or not. If it goes up a hundred times, then then your money goes up a hundred times, just like with XRP. And so you don't have to own a full Bitcoin to make an upsized return, right? So so you remove that. You say, wait, I can own a fraction, and both have the opportunity to go up multiples, right, uh, from where they are right now. And so so then I says, okay, cool. Now let me go back to how likely is XRP to go up a hundred times or fifty times or whatever it is versus bitcoin and that leads you back to the first question that i mentioned of you know the decentralized network that bitcoin solves right so it builds a more secure foundation and then a faster and cheaper payment rail so it's more secure than xrp and the lightning network built on top of it is faster and cheaper than xrp right and you're not giving up returns potential because you don't need to own a full Bitcoin to get multiples of upside because it's, it's, it's all relative. And, and let me, let me explain it one more, a little bit deeper on that. Cause I think some people might miss it. So let's, let's say you, you put in some money and you own a 10th of a Bitcoin and then Bitcoin goes up a hundred times. So, you know, so if you own a 10th of a Bitcoin today at 50 grand, you own $5,000 of, 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 you got $5,000 in Bitcoin and it goes to 5 million. Well, you still own a tenth of a Bitcoin, so five thousand turns into five hundred thousand. Hundred times five, you know, five thousand. It's the same, same, same upside as a dollar to a hundred dollars, right? So that's the math, right? I think a lot of um, investors don't know that, and so these they get confused around that around that deal. Last one is the help 
banks with the payment rail. And here and, and here's why I would never say that XRP is going to go to zero because it might not, right? When Amazon came out and changed retail, a lot of retailers died, but not Walmart. Walmart stayed around, but Walmart went to went and acquired some companies that maybe had less inferior tech than Amazon. And Walmart didn't have the executives that Amazon has. So they were able, so Amazon still out executed Walmart, but but Walmart like didn't die. So they it slowed their death, right? So they still are able to, you know, if 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 they they still kept their distribution open, but Walmart is smoking. I think this is a matter of fact, this is the year of Walmart. Amazon officially does more business than Walmart everywhere except for except for China, right? And I because China has like weird stuff. And I don't even know if Walmart does more than Amazon in China, but basically Amazon surpassed Walmart in in revenue, but the market cap. If you looked at it from an investment standpoint, you definitely like earned a better return in Amazon over the last twenty years than you did Walmart. So food food for thought um, on the so 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 XRP helping the. By the way, think about this for a second. XRP's argument is we're going to help the elites stay more in power. <laughs> I mean, okay, right? That, that's that's like saying. Hey, for media, you know, when, whenever social media came and allowed us to control the narrative ourselves versus having the four media companies control it, right? It's like saying, hey, we're here to solve the problem to make sure that these four media companies that try to brainwash us can keep brainwashing us for longer. Like, A, who wants that? And B, by the way, like they tried it, right? New York Times didn't die, right? They, they became more digital, but who reads the New York Times still? Like, you know, most of us who are tech savvy got news from podcasts, Twitter, Reddit. It's, it's more accurate. You got more experts. We got you. We got all these sources where we can like, there's no way that New York Times with their centralized media company can have reporters that can be experts on everything. But we can go into silos and find the expert on a specific area because they, they, they can't do that. And so while they didn't die. Like they didn't I mean, you know, going back to stock ownership. I mean, which one would have been better to buy New York times 10 years ago or Facebook, right. Or Google. Right. I mean, that, that answer is easy because once you understand the problem that it's solving and, and the, and the trend of the digital world moving from centralized power to decentralized power, then you get like, ignore all the noise. So what what that leaves is whenever I'm having a conversation, that leaves with people saying, "Well, yeah, Philip, you're right. In the long term, you know, Bitcoin and the Bitcoin Lightning Network is going to be a better option. But in the short term bull market run, XRP can go up a lot because it went up a lot recently. I'm like, okay, now we're in the realm of gambling because whenever you whenever you do the math around making investment decisions, anything less than a five year time frame is is tough because markets in the short term react on emotions and overshoot and undershoot price movements." And so you're, you're basically saying, and I can time the market in the short term. I, I can ride this up and I'm going to get out when I'm, when I make my profits. And to me, that's the equivalent of, you know, and for those of you who get offended easily, go ahead and put your earmuffs on, right? I'm going to use an analogy that's important to understand that I use to nail the point home. But it was like, you know, when I was getting ready to, when I was a young man, starting to feel girls, my dad had to talk with me. And he was like, hey, listen, I want you to be responsible out here. I know you're going to want to start, you know, you know, get a girlfriend and start doing things, you know, have sex. And so remember, if you do decide that it's the right time, right, then I want you to, like, be smart and use protection, right? Because 
what a lot of people think is, hey, you know, I'm going to have sex and I'm going to be able to like not use protection, but I'm going to stop before the process happens to be making a baby, right? That doesn't happen, right? If you if you if you if you if you if you've ever been in that path, you know most people end up with a by the way, sometimes you get lucky when you when you when you when you are irresponsible in that area, right? But if you do it enough times and it becomes one of your habits, you end up with a a 20-year financial commitment, right? Or or longer, right? That's that's what I hear. I hear I hear it's longer. Same thing here. People who say, hey, I'm gonna invest some money and I'm going to, you know, pull out, take my money out. You know, before when, when I when you know when I'm when I make money, I'm like you must not have never held something that's going up exponentially. Like it is hard to take your money out, right? Similar to the analogy I used before, it's not going to happen. You know, maybe you do it and you get lucky, but that's just not a good process to to have, right? And process is everything in investments. Process and habits, right? If you get away with it one time, you're going to think you're going to get away with it again, and then one day you're going to do it with bigger sums of money and lose a ton. So just, just be wise, be smart. Don't have a terrible process. Use the process to make investment decisions. Think about the problem, right? Don't worry about price per share. Worry about total. What's the total value of the enterprise that I'm investing in, whether it's a business or whether it's a cryptocurrency. And then think about how large can it get? Because and it probably going to help you understand that. And for those of you that don't know the addressable market of of, of the problem that Bitcoin solves. I, I wrote a paper on my website, stonehillwealthmanagement.com, all about Bitcoin, where I calculate the addressable market of Bitcoin. You can download it for free, stonehillwealthmanagement.com. I hope this helps somebody. Until tomorrow, enjoy the rest of your day. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.